Have you ever felt like your ideas aren't being taken seriously or that you aren't being heard when you speak up in meetings? How about when somebody else presents the idea that you just brought up to great approval? These can be symptoms that you're lacking executive presence because EP is all about having influence. Executive presence is defined as that something special about you that tells people that you're in charge. It's often hard to define and even harder to develop as a result. Our clients have often heard that they need to develop executive presence, but their manager can't describe it and they don't know what they would be doing differently if they had it. So I understand this because even the scholars don't describe it well. Sylvia Ann Hewlett is one of the experts in executive presence. Her model is communication plus gravitas plus appearance. But I think that's a little bit oversimplified myself because gravitas is also hard to explain. And this is important because women are often needing to improve this leadership skill the most in order to get promoted. This is because women tend to be promoted based on their performance, whereas men most often get promoted based on their potential. So women really need to develop that executive presence to seem like the leader at the next level before they get the job as the leader at the next level. I'm Jill Avey, a career success coach, and this is Sister Smart Leadership, the show that explores how women can rise from director to vice president and beyond by fully leaning into their feminine energy as their biggest advantage. Let's get you one step closer to the recognition and promotion you deserve. And at Sister Smart, we use an approach from Bates Communications. Their model is backed by research from over 20 years of experience of coaching the world's top executives, on executive presence. And they use 15 facets to describe executive presence. And I love this for women because it's important to develop this in an authentic way that feels authentic to you. And when you're using the 15 facets, you can pick and choose and find which ones really fit your style. And you can optimize it to feel like it's you and who you are at the core instead of trying to fit into this male leadership model. At Sister Smart, we've broken down these 15 facets into five, five buckets. Coach Sarah is with me here, and she's going to talk first about the first quality of executive presence, which is what we define as how I operate. Yeah, this is such a great topic. And so I love that you're breaking it down in this way. It's so great to have a model to work off of. And so how I operate, that encompasses that practical wisdom. So how are we showing up in our leadership? Are we staying attuned to industry trends? Are we working on developing those leadership skills and honing in on our strengths? And are we being intentional? Are we being consistent with the way that we operate? Because that supports in building trust, having integrity, having good character, and showing that I can do the role. I am thriving in this role, succeeding in this role and having impact. And also, do I have vision? Do I know where I'm going as well? So how I operate consists of those qualities. And so being able to step back and self-reflect on how am I in this area? Like, are there areas that I would like to develop? when it comes to my daily operations. That's really great because people need to be able to trust that you know how to do what you do. The next one is called how I treat others. So this is really about your interactions with the humans around you. So particularly your team members, but it can be beyond your team, the senior management, people that don't report to you. 
Um, so what we think about when we talk about executive presence here is authenticity. Do people feel like they're getting the real you? It takes authenticity to be able to build trust with people. This is a real key for leaders to be able to be successful in your role is to feel like they're getting the real you when they talk to you. And then having concern for people, like care and concern here is really important. If people don't feel like you care about them at all and that, that you don't see them as a human, like it, sometimes as particularly the higher up you go, the less you actually have interactions with people and it can be easier to and tempting to see people more as numbers and as productivity factors. Really seeing that human in front of you is important here. Assertiveness is another piece that it's not only about the softer connecting skills, but it's also about standing your ground when you need to, because as leaders, we often have to stand our ground and we often have to assert ourselves. And that little bit of forcefulness when it's needed is, is really important. And then resonance. So this is that quality that you have with people that is attractive. They like being with you and they like your way and your methods. And, and the next is how I present. That encompasses our projected confidence. And so what I mean by that, that's that magnetic force that people can feel when they're in your presence. However, that projected confidence is if I feel butterflies on the inside, am I projecting that or am I able to get my state to a calm uh, space? Can I manage those emotions that are maybe brewing inside me? And so thinking of it as what type of composure do you want to bring to meetings, to presentations, to challenging conversations? Because we have those, our mirror neurons reflecting the energy that we want to experience in the room and other people can pick up on that. So this is where we work on some type of meditation or breath work when we're thinking about how do we want to show up in our professional space? Can we calm the storm down inside of us? As women, we spoke about performing at the next level. So it's not like we want to fake this type of confidence where we want to truly embody these skills so that the projected confidence that we're bringing to our professional life is the one that we're showing up in the next level. So that real confidence. So you might feel like I'm just 80% of the way there. So being able to calm yourself in the middle of a storm or a hard conversation is really important. So you want to be noticing like, what am I projecting? So if you notice the feelings inside of you, pause and take a moment to really be intentional with how you want to show up in that conversation. And the fourth one is how I connect. Connecting with people is really important. And there's some things that we can do to connect better with those around us. So the first one is inclusiveness. This is such an important skill for leaders and for so many reasons, not be, that go beyond executive presence, but it will give you better executive presence the more that you want to bring others in. You know that you can't do this alone and that you need others. And so wholeheartedly committing yourself to inclusiveness. In leadership coaching, we know that inclusiveness really builds stronger companies and the better performance for the company. So this is one I get really passionate about. Also interactivity. 
is another one. You can't just sit behind your desk or in your ivory tower or whatever to be the best leader that you can be. Interactivity, it means management by walking around, we used to call it. It's a little bit more like management by checking in with people these days in a virtual world. But really interacting with people, think about it as getting out from behind your desk and connecting one-on-one with people. This is about having an open door policy, yes, so that you're allowing people to come in and interact with you, but also making space and time for you to go out and proactively seek people out and seek out conversations that you wouldn't have. These are the water cooler conversations. And our businesses today are a hybrid situation. Some companies are all virtual. That makes these things a little bit harder to do and you have to be more intentional about it. The third part of how I connect is about humility. You can't connect with people truly without a sense of humility because it really takes that to have that heart-to-heart connection. And often humility really helps you build respect too. I find that this is one that usually women are really strong at. Let's talk about the fifth quality of how I look. Yeah. So last but definitely not least, how I look's very important. It's typically the first thing people will see about us. They'll have an impression when they see us. And so we want to look and feel our best. Sylvia Hewlett talks about being polished, right? It doesn't matter how attractive you are. doesn't matter if you're a size four. It's when you look in the mirror in the morning after you've gotten ready for your day. Am I reflecting back? Do I care about myself? Do I matter? Am I putting energy into my physical well-being. So looking at clothes that fit you and that make you feel and look most attractive, right? I know during the pandemic, I've put on some extra weight. And so I now find clothes that really accentuate and fit best for me with where I'm at now. And I don't need to be any certain size. And I've seen many leaders all walks of life, like in different sizes that when they put in some energy and effort into their clothing and into their accessories and their makeup and really pulling it together in a way that when they leave the house, they feel proud about how they look. Because let's face it, women are being judged all the time. Well, let's look at politics or in the news and even on the media, right? So we are judged different than, than our male counterparts. Right. And so we do want to, when we leave the house, be like, I really am showing up for myself to the best of my ability with what I have right now and feel good about that. And I feel like that does affect our energy as well. It's going to affect our confidence, our ability to connect, which is that charisma that we have with other people and also creating that encouraging, supportive environment just by having being in connection and relationship with other people because they will remember us, like how they felt about us, their perceptions when they see us, and when they walk away, how they will remember us by. And so all of that comes from what they're seeing and what they're viewing of us. We can't stop these judgments, right? But we want to have the best judgment of ourselves. That comes with being polished to the best of our ability and know that that is going to impact so many people as we we're out in the world. What's the fingerprint that we want to leave out there? What's the brand that we want to leave with with those that we're interacting with on a daily basis? So I do believe that even though it's number five, it's very important because it's happening, you know, all the time. 
And one thing I want to add to how I look and that charisma and energy that we have is be thinking about our habits as women and are they supportive of good self-care habits? So for example, am I getting enough sleep? Do I know maybe if I'm deficient in a vitamin that I actually need or a supplement that I need so that I could be at my best? Am I eating good, healthy food so that I have the energy to go out in the world and do the work that I do? Am I taking care of my physical body? Even if it's 15 minute walk occasionally throughout the day, am I getting the physical fitness that I need so that I can be at my best? Really think of how I look like so much more than just how is my hair and how are, how is my clothes? There's the energy behind it as well and our good self-care habits as well, because that is going to support how we're showing up in the world. It's going to support our charisma as well, just shows that we are taking good care of ourselves and that we matter. It's so important how we how we feel inside is really how we're projecting ourselves outside. And that reminds me of another client who went to a sales meeting and she had been working hard on her executive presence. And she kept wanting to look behind her to see who people were talking to because they were talking to her with such reverence and like that she was really a, a step above them. And she didn't feel that way inside, but she knew that that they had shifted how they were seeing her. So that's a really positive way that you can see your executive presence shift as well. Oh, that's a great story. So we like to leave you with three shifts that you can make today. And the first one that we would love for you to do is to find somebody that can be your muse. Who is someone that you could model yourself after that you appreciate how they carry themselves and the kind of leader that they are? could be somebody that you know or that you don't know. So it might be somebody in your company, but it may be somebody that is a leader of another company that you admire. The second one would be to pick one of the things that we've talked about that you would like to improve. And our third one would be to get some feedback from a mentor. And now that you know these five qualities yourself, what are you hearing from other people? What are they seeing in you that you're doing well and that you could improve? So if this resonated for you, I would love to hear in the comments which of the five qualities you'd like to work on most. Let us know in the comments if you're watching the YouTube version. And to remind you, it's how I operate, how I treat others, how I present, how I connect, and how I look. You can download our private podcast on the seven-step passport to promotion to hear more about how you can increase your executive presence on the sistersmart.com website. The link is below in the show notes. And if you're a female leader who has the ambition to rise up the ladder so that you can have a greater impact on your world, subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We cover the topics that women need to succeed in today's workplace, from executive presence to communication, and there's so much more to come if you've come along with us. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you in the next episode. If you're ready to fully lean into your feminine leadership and get promoted from director to vice president and beyond, hit that subscribe button so you'll get all the episodes to come. And check out the recommended video here to see how women are rising up without playing by the old rules that built these male-dominated industries and systems. If you're seeing just how differently women lead and how by doing so, women leaders can gain influence, restore balance, 
and earn the recognition and promotions they deserve, I would love it if you left a rating and review. I read each one and these reviews make it possible for me to reach more women leaders like you so they can rise up as far as they'd like without getting stuck. <laughs>